morning. God bless you. This is Pastor Dan. This is God Talk number 74. Keep getting better. We're talking about transformation and the story of Peter. And Jesus says, uh, if you don't let me wash everything, then I wash nothing. And Peter says, okay, go ahead, Jesus. What if Peter had allowed himself to be transformed that night and maybe wouldn't have denied Christ? How many times have we denied Christ in some way, big or small, because we didn't let Jesus wash that area, transform the next level? We wanted to stay at a level where we were comfortable. Okay, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus, but I don't want to be crazy about this. And then we don't go to the next level. And I've always been sort of haunted. What is the next level that God wants us to get to, wants me to get to? We've been talking about ways in which Jesus can transform our lives through the various M's, mentors and models and maxims and movies and mirrors, mistakes that we've made. The question for today is, is it worth it? Is it worth the effort to try to become a better person, to, to lose weight, to get in shape, to become more educated, to become a citizen of the world where we read well and broadly and, and we, we plow through books that have depth to them? Uh, to have people over and have relationship, we got to make a dinner for them. We got to clean up the house. Should we make our house better? Go through our files. I've been doing all these things, trying to be a better person, to be kinder, to be better, more powerful, more righteous, more effective. Or do we just say, let's stay where we are. Let's hold that grudge. Let's keep the money that could have gone to someone else. Let's keep it for ourselves and just live at the level and uh, don't let Jesus touch those areas. I was with a young lady one time. She's a young doctor now, but at that time she was in college. And she sang for the great choir from AUP in the Philippines called the Ambassadors. Got a new name now, but they were the best for like 40 years. Parents were in it and then their kids were in it. And she and each of her siblings, five altogether, had been in this choir and she's the youngest and she's a top student and we're all sitting there and someone brought some mango ice cream and we handed her a bowl and she said, no, no, we're not allowed. <laughs> the choir director, a friend of mine who said, uh, ice cream can, can damage your voice. Don't drink ice cream if you want to be in this choir. That was her desire to be the best to be part of the elitist organization. Twelve choirs at that college, everybody knows the ambassadors are the best. You watch a basketball player like Russell Westbrook, used to be for Oklahoma now at Houston. I watched a movie of his workout, the amount of effort he does in the summer to get ready to play at that level. And, and he just plays at a frenetic level the whole game. He's a warrior and uh, the effort he has put in. He wasn't even a starter at college at UCLA. And now he may be one of the top five players in the world, most valuable player one year. The price you pay to be great. Emma Stone, who just got an Academy Award, what, a year or two ago for La La Land. We happened to be watching the other day and here's La La Land again. She's so good. Hilda saw a program of the hours she and the guy in the movie, Ryan, uh, did to individually and then together to get all those dance steps right that are look carefree out at uh, L.A. Park or uh, you know, on a freeway. But it took practice of hours and hours and hours to get all the lines right and get the moves right and get the look right and the clothes and the way your skirt swirls and the flash in her eyes. She's just incredible. Uh, and a friend of mine, his son, is getting married to her, of all crazy things, uh, here this year. The effort it takes to be a better person, to be great. A friend of mine, we were in Vietnam, I've been several times now, we were there in October, November, and we stay in touch with him all the time. He is the star of the mission, he's the glue of the mission, he's just great, mid-40s. He's the ministerial secretary, he is the uh, president of the little college they've started, but he's everywhere. His wife is the health secretary for the mission and the publishing secretary. They're just a great couple. 
We've gone all over the country with them over and over again. And there's two levels of the church. There's the underground and then there's the official church. And he is the leader, one of the leaders of the official side of the church. And the rumor is that there's an underground that is that is not, uh, that they think that the above ground church is compromising. So I was watching for this. Is the official church that I work with and with, are they compromising the message? There's, I couldn't find any compromise. They have a very careful process for everyone who's baptized. They let nobody who just came to our meetings for the first time get baptized by the end of those meetings. You have to finish a course of where you have to say, I believe all these things. Very careful, godly, righteous young man. He didn't get to go to school on Saturdays when he was growing up. As a communist took over, his family stayed. The rest of them, people left. He and his father and the family stayed. So every week he had to miss one day of school. You go to quiz the next Monday morning and you had no idea what they're talking about because you didn't go to school. You were in church. So he got D's and F's all the time because he just never had a chance to get all the instruction. And now 25 years later, he is a great church leader. He's working on his D-min doctor of ministry degree today. I bought a number of books to help him out. And he got invited to speak at one of the top premier schools in Ho Chi Minh City or Saigon. They were tired of having functionaries and boring people and they said who could they find and someone put in his name. So here he is, this guy who was a D student all the way through school. And now he's given a robe and he's honored in front of everybody as a high-level professional. And he told the story of what he had done, a D student, and I said now God has blessed me in my life and challenged him. It's just a great story, what he has done to better himself. We were trying to build a church in Da Nang, and he said, my wife and I are giving two gold coins. Our mother-in-law gave these to us. There were seven or eight months of work. So you think what that would mean in our culture. And he and his wife, they're not going to that church. It's hundreds of miles away from them. And they put the two gold coins in. They said, we want to help. And that church is there, and we helped them build it and dedicate it. Sacrificial. Now the president of a little college. I've spoken at the little college. His wife is a, a marathon runner, triathlete. He's not. But trying to raise money, he wanted to raise money for a number of projects. He says, I'll run a marathon if you'll just give me money. And he's 42 years old at that time, and he raised $42,000 for his scholarship workers, for his assistants, for these students, for projects, for churches. He's just a great guy. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to become a greater person, a better person, closer to God, more righteous, more on fire, more fit? I would just say so. Someday, someday we're going to be part of the great multitude and they're going to say, who are they? They are the ones who washed their white robe, righteous and Jesus. So whatever you're going to do today, may you be transformed another level. May we not just let Jesus go off to one little corner of our life and hope that he does something while we focus everything on somewhere else. May we listen from our mistakes. May we grow from mentors. May we learn from models and from people who inspire us. And may we just become powerful, godly, righteous people for the glory of God. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.